The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Why is this so important? Why did you pick this story? Why does this matter? This This is the news. And why, 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 and why it matters. Hi, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Glenn, what was the top story? This piece of paper right here. I know that everybody is talking about Donald Trump uh, and uh, what happened yesterday, but this is this is going to be the big story uh, for the next few weeks. Okay, still. The Eagles' greatest hits album should not be ahead of Michael Jackson's <laughs> Thriller. It's a greatest hits album that shouldn't count. That's kind of my whole point on that one, so I'll do Michael Cohen instead. Right. <laughs> Okay, all right, Jason. And I would argue Poison's 1996 Greatest Hits oh my would gosh. even be elevated above those two. There we go. Oh, we can get into that later. A, no, greatest not, Hits, you no. missed <laughs> this point. It's not an album, that's Greatest Hits. Well, I would make it, every rose has its thorn, and not, every other... Like, yeah, not a lot of that Poison lost, advocates. Sarah, <laughs> lost Before we get into all of these things that actually don't matter at all, contrary to the show name... I don't think we have to ask why they don't matter. No, no we don't. Uh, before we get into that, I do want to uh, thank RTV and podcast sponsor mercury real estate uh i know you love mercury real estate do you i do it's actually started by my wife and i uh and a guy who's like my brother we grew up together and he lived in our house when i was young uh robert um because all of us had frustrations with real estate agents how do you find a real estate agent there's so many of them i know when you when you when you say you're selling a house it's like your brothers, <laughs> uncles, yeah, cousins, yeah. wives, Horrible. grandson. And it's the worst person you yeah. can get for it. The best one is, of course, the one who has the picture uh, of, on the bench. Oh, if you yeah. see someone that has a picture on the bench, you know they're trustworthy. <laughs> yeah, you're like, totally well, right. that's the person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, that they listen guy. to us. They've, <laughs> they've had my back and my butt up next to them. <laughs> so they've got to be great. So what we do is um, uh, we have scoured, because I do a lot of work with real estate agents, has for years, and scoured the uh, country for the best real estate agents in the country. We have like over 1,500 of them. These are people that have been, you know, judged by the Wall Street Journal as the best in the areas. And, um, and we, we make sure all of them are the best in the area, know, the, know your neighborhood, know what your house should sell for, have a great track record. Uh, here's an important one. They do it full time. Mm-hmm. Um, how many how many real estate agents are not full time real estate agents? That should tell you something. So yeah. these are the people that have the best record, and we just invite you to go to realestateagentsitrust.com and uh, find the real estate agent to help you sell or buy your house. Yes. All right. So Glenn, your top story is this piece of paper. So okay. So it is Donald Trump and Cohen. Um, I was disturbed by the conversation I just had with Steve Dace, who who set up a scenario that. Seems kind of plausible, and I want to talk about it. Yeah, he's uh, talking about you know potentially uh, impeachment if the House won by Democrats. Uh, would the Senate block it? And my kind of, I think everyone's kind of sense of that is, yeah, probably the Senate blocks it at the at the end. He doesn't actually get removed from office. His point was Republicans don't care about their base when it comes down to it. If they have an out, they'll take it. And with only fifty-two senators, I mean, you know, McCain is obviously a huge question mark at this point. Murkowski, Collins. Uh, you know, name the people that could easily take out a two or three Senate lead and you could actually get a removal was kind of his argument. That, I think, would cause civil war. Um, but if this is true, now this comes from the uh, one of the investigative um, Prosecutor, uh, right. prosecutors yeah. uh, for, for Cohen, and it talks about, uh, with respect to counts seven and eight, as the defendant um, allocated, 
Uh, as detailed in the information filed today, the government will prove that the defendant caused an illegal corporate contribution of $150,000 to be made in coordination with a candidate or campaign of federal office. Okay, now, I've thought, well, that's his word against theirs. Right. I mean, why, who's going to believe Cohen? We don't believe Trump, but we're not going to believe Cohen either. They're both, they're liars. Both of them are liars. Mr. Cohen made an excessive contribution of 130000 in coordination with the campaign or candidate for purposes of influencing the election. The proof on these counts at trial will establish that these payments were made in order to ensure that each recipient of the payment did not publicize their stories. The evidence will include records obtained from April 9th, 2018 series of search warrants on Mr. Cohen's premises, including a hard copy of documents, seized electronic devices, audio recordings. We will also offer text messages Messages sent over encrypted applications, which is a big wow, uh, phone records, and emails. So that's that's not word versus word. That's actual evidence. That's a lot of evidence. Now we don't know what it is, like. but it seems like it's something. Yeah. yeah. If if they if this is not hyperbole, if this is real, you could see the president go down. So he can't be indicted while he's no. An indictment is impeachment. So right. So because there's impeachment, which is like the indictment that brings you to trial, and then the trial, the impeachment trial, then the Senate has to vote: Are you guilty or not? It's 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 done by the Supreme Court justice. So John Roberts would be the judge. Um, he, they would present the evidence there at the well of the Senate. The jury is the Senate. They vote. So there's impeachment, which is like an indictment. And removal from office, which is a guilty verdict. Now, can they? If let's say they do have the evidence in an encrypted whatever, some they do have evidence that they that the the president said, yeah, go ahead and make that payment or whatever. Well, can they sit on that information now? I mean, or like, can they wait until after November? I mean, or do they are they compelled to do it now? I mean, this piece, this document says not what the evidence is. Like, this is just what we would show if he didn't just plead guilty. So they have not proved, they have not shown any of that evidence yet. Um, this is just what they're saying they have. This is being discussed by any serious attorney in the White House. This piece of paper is the story of the day. They're sitting and saying, what is that? Encrypted messages. Mr. President, did you send him anything encrypted? There's no way no, he knows how to use an encrypted app. There's no way, right? Oh, yeah, he barely can use Twitter. He put dot, 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 and like new tweets, and they're quote tweeted. And I will tell you that when we were on the campaign trail, we used, we used was it Confide? Oh. You, you weren't part of that. Um, but um, well. we would use, yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, right. um, I'm glad now, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. But we used encrypted because, it's you know, it's... widely used by politicians, widely correct. used by, uh, you know, journalists but, getting stories. But they're saying that they can get the encrypt, encrypted messages, which is pretty serious. It seems to allude that it, it's there. So it's almost just thrown out there to, like, I guess, where would it go from here? Like, a House committee would be like, hey, no. we have to have all the that other information. Investigation, go to the House. Yeah, the other investigation, the Mueller investigation could easily get access to those things. Yeah. So you would think that the, the, the next step would be, so I guess what I'm getting at is. The Mueller investigation is not this. No, it's totally the separate. The Mueller investigation, this is separate. The Mueller investigation is about Russia. There's nothing that has come out in the last 24 hours about Russia. He is right on that. There's no collusion. There's nothing on Russia. But they have this now. And this... But it's still you, a wide-ranging investigation, just like, you know, the, Monica Lewinsky was not part of the initial investigation with Ken Starr either. I mean, right. I, you know, these things, that they tend to find evidence. And when they, the, their 
their edict is if we find evidence, we can follow the trail. Uh, this is pretty, pretty overt evidence. And they're just going to go to Michael Cohen and interview Michael Cohen and get this information. And they're going to be able to follow that trail if they want to. I don't think it's going to lead to uh, an, an indictment. It does not seem like that's going to even possible. Um, you know, the House, the impeachment is going to be largely, I think, a, a political process. It's the election. As you said, uh, you know, the day after the election, let me know. Because if the Democrats win the election, of course they're going to impeach him. That's going to be their first order of business, I would assume. Because um, they're not going to be able to pass any bills. Um, because he would veto them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to go after him right away. And I don't know, this, this may very well not be you know, something that proves Donald Trump did anything wrong. We have to take a step back, though, because, I mean, talking about this as a witch hunt is just at this point blatantly incorrect. Two of the top 10 officials in this man's you know, campaign and business life uh, are going to prison. Like, this is not a nothing. Like, we've done major crimes. The only way it's a nothing is if all you care about and focus on in your entire life is Donald Trump. Now, I understand why Donald Trump thinks that way, but I don't know why America, the American people look that way. This is, these are two very corrupt people around the guy that you, you know, really seem to like as a president. You should be happy about this. You should be happy that these guys get taken down. You talk about a witch hunt, and I, you, I guarantee you the White House is going to start in on a strategy. Of, if, if, I'm, if I'm behind this, I'm like, I'm pushing that narrative. Look, this is totally a witch hunt. This is like before you were saying Russia in 2016, Russia 2017. It's Russia. It's Russia. Now it's 2018. And like, told you we'd get them on campaign finance uh, corruption. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but you know what? Boom. You, told you're you all right, along. But it's not a witch hunt unless there are real witches. Okay, they 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 produced something. They didn't produce what they said they were going to produce, but they did produce a crime. Clinton, I agree. I agree with you. I just think that's the way it's going to be spun. I think you're right, and I think that's how they will try to defend it, and they will have a great roadmap to that because it's exactly what Bill Clinton attempted. He attempted this. They were talking about Whitewater. What are you talking about? Now we're talking about sex in the Oval Office. What are you talking about? Good point. I don't know if that's going to be successful. It may be with Trump. It may be. It's why Trump is not testified. I mean, look, if he would have He'd testified be nuts to testify nuts. nuts, he if he would have testified earlier, he would have testified that he didn't even know her, didn't know anything about it, didn't have sex with her, didn't pay her off, didn't know about the payoff, didn't know Michael paid off, didn't pay him back. All of those lies. All those now, lies. The Democrat resistance will, will, will say they, they're pursuing this because they think that's going to hurt Trump. They think that's going to hurt yeah. the midterms, uh, all of that. But could this actually boomerang on them? Could this turn around? Because wouldn't that doesn't, wouldn't this galvanize his support base? Yeah, well, People that wouldn't vote at all would go, screw that. This is the most important election right here. Not yeah. the last one right here. And they all go in droves. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could see both sides to that. However, all of the people who voted for Trump, this was after the you know, grab her by the hoo-ha tapes came out. So we already knew who he was. Everyone who voted for Trump already knew who he was, um, you know. And so I get that this is about campaign finance. But again, I mean, if, if, you're, if their end game is, well, we don't want Hillary. We want someone who's going to go and shake up Washington. They don't care about breaking campaign finance laws. So why would that sway their vote now? Yeah, I don't think it necessarily will. I mean, I think you're right. It could galvanize. It did wind up doing that for Clinton, right? I mean, I think the, the, the impeachment process, he did get impeached, didn't get thrown out. And by the end of his term, he was a fairly popular president, which increased af- after he left office. Um, there is going to be a fatigue factor at some point. I don't know when that hits. Yeah. But there's going to come a time. If this continues this way... Um, and there are things to actually show people. Like, I don't know how you defend this. I don't know how you defend this. Um, I mean, literally defend it. Um, 
and, and if, if there's this kind of stuff that happens in the next two years and they don't impeach him, I think people are going to be like, I'm tired. I'm tired. I, I fought against Obama. Now I'm having to fight for this guy. I just, can somebody be normal, please, yes, for but, a minute? Yes, but then when you have the other side, you know, bringing up Democratic Socialist that's candidates. Why, that's why the Democrats are making the biggest mistakes they've ever made. And remember, they're the ones who, you know, uh, uh, brought in Andrew Jackson. So they've got some mistakes. They're the ones who did the Japanese internment camps. They're making their biggest error right now. They are so misjudging. They refuse to recognize that 20% of Donald Trump's base is Democrat. He was appealing to the Democrats who do not want to go down the democratic socialist road. And that's before people were really paying attention to it. People are going to start paying attention more and more to this democratic socialist stuff, and especially when South Africa uh, starts to heat up, God forbid, that goes out of control. They're not going to want any part of this. And if they were running somebody that was a blue dog Democrat that was trustworthy, he'd win. Or she would win. But I don't think they're going to. Yeah. All right, back in a minute. We're done already? It was like a, uh, we, we just talked about one thing. Well, it was, I mean, sorry we didn't get Hey, it's Glenn, and if you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. His podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcast. get into more want to thank one of our other sponsors Minostalgia uh, I know they do the wild rice packs they have beer jelly which we have all mm-hmm. tried mm-hmm. And it sounds horrible and it is so shockingly so good. good it's mm-hmm. so good it's like when you you know those things when somebody says hey try this you know and that's always a sign that it's bad because <laughs> yeah. that's the only time people share this is so <laughs> bad try this um, and you put it to your mouth, you put it to your nose first and you smell and then you try to get, you slowly put it in your mouth because you're like, this is going to be horrible. But this one, when you smell great. it, even when you smell it, you're like, oh. Well, you smell good. it like, it smells exactly like beer and you can't imagine the sweetness. Yeah. yeah. On the cracker or toast or whatever. It's really good. Yeah. I, I was looking on their website earlier, and they have pepper jellies and jams. Mm. I really want one of those sampler packs because it comes with a jalapeno pepper jam and a ghost pepper jam. Oh, wow. Which sounds amazing. up ghosts? That is- <laughs> <laughs> uh, they have honey, which I know I'm sure you guys don't care about, but honey has a lot of health benefits. No, okay. no, so, shut up. But they've got <laughs> so many good things. They're delicious <laughs> and good. they're they're yeah, good for a, you. Don't, don't whatever. You're turning people that. off with your like healthy say, stuff. You know this comedian. He's a good Christian, clean comedian. Now nobody wants to see him. <laughs> we'll say he's funny. Okay, well they're delicious anyway. Okay, so go to blazewildrice.com <laughs> and use the promo code TRY10 for 10% off of sampler packs. All right. Uh, so Asia Argento, we were just talking about how she had denied all of these accusations yesterday. Yeah. Apparently, uh, it's a little bit harder to deny now. As we know, the true journalists in our culture, TMZ, yes. uh, they have uh, come Can up. Can I tell you something? 
I actually think that's kind of true. <laughs> in, in a weird <laughs> way. It really is. Way. They don't seem it to is. have a political agenda right. in their stories. They'll destroy anyone. Yeah, uh, right. But I pine for that. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. It's sad, but it's true. So here's a situation where she um, obviously was one of the main accusers of Harvey Weinstein. Uh, and she was accused of uh, sleeping with a 17-year-old boy. Um, one she had known for 10 years since he was seven, which somehow makes it double creepy. Yeah, like there's something. Played his mother. Yeah. Played so his gross. mother in a movie when he was seven. Yeah. Which really later you will understand kind of takes her whole argument apart. Yeah, because they found texts and pictures, pictures of them in bed together, apparently partially nude photos, uh, texts uh, where she admits that she did have sex with him. This week. This week. She's admitting to a friend this week. Yep. Mm-hmm. She claims uh, he jumped on top of her. And actually, um, hold on. I think it's safe to say this is not a friend anymore. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I would assume. I would assume. I, this friend uh, leaked these the, texts. But good for them. Absolutely. Good for them. Absolutely. It's really but, her, but her text to her boyfriend, uh, what was the name? Bourdain. Bourdain. Mm-hmm. Actually said that it was, his, that, yeah, that he, that something did happen, but he forced his way onto her. Oh, that was to Bourdain, that text? I saw that text. That was to Bourdain. Yeah, oh, okay. but the ones that just came out, what was that, last night or whatever, mm-hmm. of, of this new friend, that these were completely different. Like, she, I think, actually denied or didn't say they actually had intercourse. But in these new texts, she said, yes, they did have so, intercourse. So, so think of this. Here's somebody. But, but that she didn't know that he was underage. Which is almost impossible, uh, given the she fact that she's known him for 10 years. Yeah. She knew him for 10 years when they made a movie. She knew he was seven at the time. You can't add 10. <laughs> it's not that hard. Um, so uh, you, you look at this, and let's just tick off what she's done. She has denied it. While she... Uh, while she uh, w- was texting to somebody else that it's absolutely true. So she's lying about it. She, she then throws the kid under the bus. So she's blaming the accuser, which me too. Uh, then she blames the dead boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yep. She has violated every bit of decency. When you can't trust a child predator... <laughs> to tell you the truth, <laughs> what have we come to? So, a couple of things here. One, does it do anything to the Me Too movement as a whole? I mean, I think the answer to that probably is no. I don't think that this usually happens to left wing causes when they're kind of uh, poster childs uh, run into trouble. Seems to uh, everything seems to keep marching along a okay. I mean, the guy who founded Earth Day was a murderer. <laughs> I mean, like, the, nope, really? never. Yeah, he composted his girlfriend. There's no, <laughs> there was no, no problems there. Like, Earth Day rolls along like it's the best thing that's ever happened. Wow. Um, this is a kind of a common uh, thing, and I, I don't think the Me Too movement as a whole will have a problem well, with it. I think it. they're already they're already excusing her. You know, you're already seeing people say, "Well, she, I mean, yeah." She, when she was 17, a 33-year-old man slept right. with her, and that's just, she was scarred from that, and that's why she, fa- oh, shut up. And she paid $380,000, by the way, uh, to silence this kid. So well, Bourdain did. Bourdain did, yeah, technically. <laughs> um, to silence this kid so that it wouldn't come out, which is another just despicable situation. Um, I did have a moment, though, kind of an uncomfortable uh, potential turn in this story. What do you think the odds are that this story coming out comes from Harvey Weinstein. He was famous for going behind, you know, digging up dirt on people, his enemies, and leaking it to publications just like TMZ. 
Um, and it's very now again, she did it. So what does that matter, I guess? But I would not be surprised at all if we find out that it's his private investigators, it's his people, him spending millions of dollars to discredit these women. And, you know, you know, picking off one very, very, very likely, likely, I think. Yeah, I mean, picking off one is not going to necessarily save him. Um, but if he continues to try to go down these roads and destroy these women and there's there's media sources that pick these stories up, uh, you know, if they're true, I mean, it could actually help his case, which would be his goal there. I don't know how the story came out now because this actually initiated back when everything came out with the Harvey Weinstein stuff. And yeah. I, I remember the, uh, Bennett, the, the victim, said that uh, when he saw how vocal she was, that's what prompted him to actually say, hey, well, wait a minute. And this, this brings us back to Manafort and Cohen. For, 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 you know, to, to, it's just like, if you have crap in your life, why do you step into the middle of the stage? <laughs> And, 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 and just beg this stuff. I mean, Manafort was had a sweet gig. He's making millions of dollars importing ostrich coats from all over the country. He is, he's got everything going for him. Why would you take on the head of in the presidential his, campaign so everyone's looking at you? Cohen his, the same way. In his case, um, he was falling apart. All that money was gone. And it was, it, his whole world was collapsing. And I think he needed a refresher of, no, I'm still relevant, you know, to tell the rest of the country. I'm pals with the next president of the United yeah, States. but is that worth going to jail for, could be a Don't really long guys, time? You do it for that long, and you Maybe just... you think you're just going to get away with you're it? You're going to yes. get away with it. And the, and the same thing here with Asia Argento, though. If you know you had this in your past, to come out and be the face of a movement talking about sexual abuse, when you in yourself have engaged in it, you know, this is one you hang back on, right? You, or you stay anonymous at the very least. Well, this you lead the movement. This one I understand, because I worked in Hollywood for over 10 years, and I've been with every single celebrity you've ever seen on TV and movies, pretty much. This and is weird, Winnie. I won't say it. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he Don't just, get me in trouble. Greg. I won't. What? Once in a while, you'll just see you'll just see pictures of, of these guys. You'll see a really famous person. You'll be like, Jason, is that you behind? <laughs> um, but I, I've just I remember just being completely just you know. Just the arrogance of, of some of these people. They're so used to virtue signaling to the world, and they know that they're not going to get in trouble. They know it because they're treated like royalty, not only to people in their little bubble in Hollywood and L.A., but through the entire country, the entire world, really. They can say whatever they want, and nothing ever will happen to them. Mm. And I, I, I hope that... I hope the rest of the country knows that these people are, are nothing like what they portray, whether it's in a The More You Know infomercial or if it's at a, you know, while they're virtue signaling at the Academy Awards giving their speech. They're, they're nothing like that. That's not how 90% of them are. There is a 10% of them that are very, very great people, but I haven't seen anything beyond that. Some of them actually believe the Eagles' greatest hit should be the best-selling <laughs> album of all time, which is ridiculous. It's a compilation. Thank you. I, okay, but, I, I'm with you. But Poison's I, I, greatest hits. I, I, I'm, with, I'm with the Eagles. With that one. So, you're with the Eagles? I'm with the Eagles. What are you talking about? It's the best oh of four CDs. Oh, my gosh. Same. I, I just think to have her, you know, let's flash back for a second to yesterday. To have her, I am deeply shocked and hurt having read the news that is absolutely false. That was her opening line to her statement saying that these are all false allegations. And then uh, this is therefore the umpteenth development of a sequence of events that brings me great sadness and that constitutes a longstanding persecution. I mean, you really don't think that that's going to hurt the Me Too movement at all? Because maybe it won't hurt the people who were already a part of it. Like, they'll, they'll still believe in what they believe. They'll still go full steam ahead. But don't you think that the other side, all of, you know, the 
all of the other average Americans who are looking at them going, well, hold on here. I mean, you don't think that that might light a fire under them? Oh, I think the, it's, it's, it's the I don't, because I think, you know, the problem with this movement um, has been it's, it's generalism. And I think that's a, that's a real issue. We're taking a lot of people who yes. feel a general way that women should not be treated like crap. Well, it's and we also, all agree with that. So, we're talking about sexual yeah. abuse right. and, uh, and assault, that that and then we're lumping happen. that in with sexual harassment, which right? are two completely different and we, But we all think women shouldn't be treated badly. So what we've done is to say every time there's a new accusation, well, we don't want women to be treated badly, so therefore we're on the side of the woman. When these are all individual people that have had indi- individual interactions. There's a great uh, Barry Weiss column today uh, where she talks about this. Women are terrible. They're liars. They're, they're awful. Just like men. They're humans and that's what we've forgotten throughout this i think i want to pick this up on that podcast okay all right well i'm i'm terrible back in a minute <laughs> that, was, that was kind of the point i was trying to get to sarah's terrible up next enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters available exclusively for podcast listeners and blaze premium subscribers become a premium subscriber at the blaze.com slash subscribe All right, Glenn, pick back up where you left off. So we've made everything about celebrity instead instead of principles. So the Me Too movement could be hurt by this because here's one of the co-founders that is, um, who's been doing the same thing she's been bitching about. Well, that doesn't make everything that, it doesn't make the principles that the Me Too movement should have been about, uh, in, you know, less right or not important. Those principles are still true. Women should not be treated that way, nor should men. No one should use power um, and, and sex to gain more power or to have power to rule over people. It's just wrong. We all know that. But the Me Too movement became about who can we take out that is powerful and who's leading this, and we have to believe them. Now, you could say that about the left, but let me just say that that's the same thing that's happening with Donald Trump. It's not about the principles. It's not really even about his policies when it comes down to it. It's about him. And that's where you go into trouble. That's why I'm not on the Trump train, but I'm not not on the Trump train either. I'm on when he's taking us to a destination I want to go to. When he says, hey, we're going to go to China and, and give more taxes on trade, I get off the Trump train. That's a, you can go to that station by yourself, dude. I'm not there. That's, that is the way we should be. That's the way we, we need to be if we're ever going to find ourselves uh, back in a place where we can, we can live together. It's really actually is a shame that, uh, I, uh, to your point, to where it's, it's, it was mostly done for Famous people, you know, to take famous people out, pretty much. If this would have been done at a lower level, like, say, anywhere other than Hollywood, it would have been a lot more credible and probably wouldn't have been taken into, like, a darker place. But, like, literally, this is like, it started around Weinstein. And then everybody that came out against him, it's immediately not credible because we know that you knew about this. You just chose to make it public now. Everyone knew about it. Everyone rallied around it and got it and did memes for it and then put pins on. But you were the same people that were enabling it and turning a blind eye just a few weeks before that. And this uh, in Asia Argento is, this, is just another example of that. It's, it's the perfect example. She was guilty of doing the same thing, but she's one of their leaders. 
It's just it's just a shame that something like as important as pointing, you know, a spotlight on, you know, um, you know, uh, being abused sexually uh, and then big women taken advantage of any, anywhere that it started in Hollywood. I mean, there's just, you know, I think this goes back to politics, too. There's just no shame anymore. Like the, the hypocrisy has lost a lot of its value. I mean, I, I mean, catching people in hip, in moments of hypocrisy used to end campaigns. I mean, I, we were talking about uh, John Kerry. You know, I, I, of course I voted for the $87 billion before I voted against it. That was like the end of his campaign. Hmm. I mean, we saw both candidates do that a thousand times. Well, what about, it, what about mean, it made what, no difference at all. What about John Edwards? John Edwards left the campaign trail because he was having an affair. He used campaign finance money mm-hmm. to pay to keep her quiet. Yeah, it's a pretty... I mean, it's a, it's a, and he went away. Yeah. At least he feigned an apology. But other than that, you're right. It's pretty much the same situation. Kind of, um, kind of weird. Wouldn't, wouldn't you think that Cohen, knowing that, you know, being a lawyer and, and all, would, would remember that? I mean, it's he's kind not of, a lawyer. It's kind of, well, <laughs> let's be honest. Cohen is the did, worst attorney in America. Did you see Trump's tweet this uh, no, no. on Cohen? No. He was like, if you're looking for a good lawyer, I don't advise that you use Michael yeah. Cohen. No, no. That's Which I just clear. found to be a really good troll. And you but. know what? Uh, he didn't need to tweet that because everyone else already, already knew. knew. <laughs> he's the only person who thought Michael Cohen was good. He's the only person who thought Omarosa was good. We got in, we had so much heat from people uh, when we came out and said, look, he's got Steve Bannon, he has Omarosa, he has Michael Cohen, Michael Flynn, and Manafort around him. And then Roger Stone and Corey and then, Lewandowski. Right. And- if you don't think this is going to end quickly in impeachment, not, not because of him, but because I only have the best people, and all the best people are the worst people. <laughs> we, this is one of the things we said. This is going to mire us in, um, in nothing but controversy. You'll never be able to get anything done. Now, we have, because he's just some sort of a bulldozer. But you're never getting anything done, and it's going to end in impeachment. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. I mean, obviously, us, along with many others, did not call the uh, 2016 election uh, correctly. But uh, you got to look at our record on who he was around and who we said was dangerous. You know, Donald Trump has come to our position on all of those people. Uh, he's <laughs> fired them or dismissed them or just, you know, he's th- tossed them away. And al- almost and all the people stronger. we've liked have all had good runs there. I mean, the one example you could probably argue is Pruitt, who I liked, um, and it had a bunch of little tiny personal scandals that weren't didn't really amount to much. But outside of that, I mean, the people who we praised, the Mattises and, and such, were, have been around and done a good job. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's, it's you know, I, I, we certainly didn't call everything right about that uh, campaign. But a lot of the stuff we talked about has come true. Um, and the people around him probably number one on, on that list. So can we have a real conversation about... The Eagles. There, it's the greatest. <laughs> and what happens? What happens if the Senate... Uh, and the House decide to impeach and remove this president. And it's based on the facts that we know today. Nothing else, nothing worse comes out, okay? But there's just a clarifying of, yep, he did know about this, he authorized it, he did pay him back, all of that stuff, all illegal. And they remove him from office. What happens? 
it goes back to what I think you said, Stu, uh, right at the beginning of the show, was, you know, that would mean that a few people in the Senate, a few Republicans in the Senate, they switched, they turned on the base. And I think that's, what ever, the, that's the way everyone will see it. And leading up to that, it'll build, it'll keep building. It'll be the administration saying, look, it's the swamp, it's the deep state, it's everyone against me. They're removing the candidate that you elected. I mean, it's, it's going to split the country apart. I mean... <clears throat> No, I won't say that. But I no, it's going to split. Okay, I will say that. Um, I actually, I, if the president did what he is alleged to have done, like if he did, uh, um, if he is guilty of a crime here, impeachment is very, very warranted, mm-hmm. and I have no problem with that, and I have no problem with President Pence in the Oval Office. I have no problem with that whatsoever. But I, I'm only okay with that if I think the country could move past it, if they could heal, and they'd be fine with it. But I don't think that's even possible. I think that it would get ugly and ugly fast. Yeah, I think it matters, too, I mean, the way it happens. You know, if it's 67 senators, you know, and, you know, people go with Pence and, you know, there's an argument that maybe it doesn't get super ugly. I think it was really close partisan line type of vote. It would be it would be tough. It would be tough, I think, uh, to see. Um, but, you know, I mean, look, you, you, you look at these guys and, and we've, we've been talking about this forever. You know, this, this, this scandal has been going on forever. We have no new information really on it. We have a new accusation, though. And if there's information there, I think it could legitimately get worse to the point where where maybe the Senate comes along. Um, you know, I, I don't this is, there's not usually a, a backbone for Republican senators. And it would be it's odd if it, the only place it forms is to protect Donald Trump. So this is the conversation we had off the air during the election, because I firmly believed, as is Stu and Pat and Jason, I think you agreed too that this guy's so dirty that it's just there. To, and the Republic, or the Democrats are not going to let it stop. He'll be impeached. Um, that was our view before he went into office, um, and we thought he would have lower approval rating because I didn't think he would do the things that he has done, which made his base actually grow and say, OK, well, at least he's doing these things. Um, but if you if you uh, if you look at this and look at uh, impeachment, what we said at the time, at least off the air, that'd be a good scenario because then you'd have president. Oh. We had callers call up on the air and tell us that's the reason to vote for Trump because right. he's going to get impeached anyway, and then you'll, go, then you'll get Pence. Right. It but used at to least be an we don't have Hillary. Favor. Right. At least right. we don't have Hillary. So yeah. you have President Pence, um, and Pence would be would be great. The problem with that is the minute the minute they even begin impeachment, the left is going to go crazy, and they're going to start. Look what they're doing to the nomination of the Supreme Court. They're just going to start ramping it up about Pence. And so you'll get rid of Trump, but then Pence will be an even bigger problem for the left. And they will not allow the country to come back together. And I bet the people that would have been on that side before, those callers, I bet now. Yeah, I bet they're not now because they've endured attack after attack after attack on President Trump. And now they're just pissed. They've chosen a side. I agree. And I can see that. Um, But it's the first time if that would happen that I think we should all sit back and people have said to me over and over and over again, the Lord works in mysterious ways. He uses all things and all people for his purposes. He puts people in positions. Well, you can't find a better Christian man than Mike Pence. Maybe, maybe the Lord is working in mysterious ways. But I don't know if they'll ever accept that. And by the way, he did already kind of become 
that target, like you were talking about with Kavanaugh. I mean, do you remember how they got on oh, yeah. him when he said that he wouldn't be, you know, mm-hmm. in another room with a woman, you know, without his right. wife and all of that. And they turned him into some monster for having a good marriage. We'll vilify him. And to be honest, I mean, it's going to be very difficult to win a reelection campaign if you're if, if you're Pence yeah. uh, in that situation. Remember, this is after a, a president gets thrown out of office is going to be chaos. The idea that he would cruise to 2020 election is it's very unlikely. I mean, he probably would lose. Uh, depending, unless something uh, you know, kind of crazy if, happened. If they went um, against Donald Trump uh, and they threw him out of office, I don't think, it would depend on how Pence is doing, but I don't think he has the stomach to, to do what Trump did um, and just eviscerate people, and I'm happy about no, that. Yeah, yeah. But who, is, who, who would the Republicans put up and who would the Democrats put up because if the Democrats have a flamethrower, if they follow our lead and they find themselves their own Donald Trump, mm. uh, I mean, we, this could just be a really ugly. And thank you for bringing that up, because think about the lead that's been made here that we're, that we're blazing the path for. We are in the middle of making arguments. Almost every conservative in the media, almost um, a lot of voters, a lot of callers are making the argument that a presidential candidate a week before the election should be excused for paying a quarter of a million dollars to two women to hide information from the voters. That is exactly what happened here. Mm -hmm. And the idea that we are going to accept that as a a thing that's just kosher here for the next president, I mean, we are... If precedent matters at all, we are screwed. I mean, I guess we'll all just reverse our opinions and say next time it matters. Because certainly, if Hillary Clinton, with this this information, had done this, we 100% would be on the air talking about impeachment. Every talk show host in America will be saying it over and over again if Hillary Clinton did it. Who has credibility? Who has any credibility to stop this? Who's going to... Who has the credibility to stand up and say, I didn't vote. I didn't vote for him. I didn't vote for her. And I wasn't for this kind of behavior when he was in office. Um, us? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but really, sincerely, take yeah. us out of it. Yeah, no one. Who is there? No and so everybody's going to be labeled a hypocrite. We'll be labeled a hypocrite. I'm yeah. already, I'm blamed for Donald Trump. <laughs> no, I said it. Yeah. I, I mean, said I wasn't going to be voting for Trump today, and people kept saying, well, I thought Glenn was on the Trump train now. So, like, really? No, I'm, I don't, not, uh, on the, I'm not on anyone's train. <laughs> kind of speaking of that, going along with that, uh, just the way that the media just has to latch on to, well, not just the media, but politicians have to latch on to a certain idea, and you're not allowed to have a principle and act according mm-hmm. to those principles. Uh, the, the story about Molly Tibbetts. So, of course, an illegal immigrant confessed to her murder, um, led police to where the body was. They recovered the body. Uh, and as soon as it came out that it was an illegal immigrant charged, um, all of a sudden people were like, well, it's just a girl from Iowa. Yeah. Well, it's just the one. Stephen King, did you see what Stephen King said on Twitter? Molly Tibbetts may well have been killed by an undocumented alien, and that's a terrible thing. But we might remember that Stephen Craig Paddock was an American citizen. He killed 58. Wait, wait, who, who said this? Stephen King. The author? Yes. He's oh. crazy. But it's I'm like, thinking of the congressman from Iowa. I'm like, why would he? <laughs> we can, <laughs> no, we can believe that both of those things are bad. 
it's illegal immigration is a problem. And, you know, we have MS-13 gangs coming in and mm-hmm. killing people. Like, we can believe that that's a problem yeah. and also believe that domestic terrorism is a problem. Yeah, we can believe MS-13 is bad and we can believe school shootings are bad, for example. Right. We should also recognize that MS-13 is killing people at four times the rate of, that are happening in school shootings. Yeah. But people are in their camps and yeah. it's like, if we believe that this is bad, we're not allowed to believe anything, you know. The politicization, politicization around, surrounding this, this immigration stuff in general is just so despicable. The Molly Tibbetts thing is just awful, the way people have been talking about this lately. Just last week, there was the, uh, when ICE arrested uh, that man that was driving his wife to the hospital. Like, all you heard about for the longest time was just, oh my gosh, ICE and disrupted them as they were speeding to the hospital. Well, one, she, she wasn't in labor. She was going for a scheduled cesarean. <laughs> so that, that, was, that was one thing that really just didn't That's percolate just being out a there. a little late. It's not going to affect your health. Um, But then, too, they were there because they were cooperating with Mexico. Again, another thing not really widely reported to go after him because he was wanted for murder in Mexico. But the only thing they concentrated on was evil ice stopping a pregnant woman from having her baby. That's the only thing they they concentrated on. But the Molly Tibbetts thing, just today, I could not stomach Twitter in seeing some of this. Do we have uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren? Yes, we do. Can we play that? I'm so sorry for the family here, and I know this is hard, not only for the family, but for the people in her community, the people throughout Iowa. Um, But one of the things we have to remember is we need an immigration system that is effective, that focuses on where real problems are. Um, Last month, I went down to the border, and I saw where children had been taken away from their mothers. I met with those mothers who had been lied to, who didn't know where their children were, who hadn't had a chance to talk to their children. And there was no plan for how they would be reunified with their children. I think we need immigration laws that focus on people who pose a real threat. And I don't think mamas and babies are the place that we should be spending our resources. Separating a mama from a baby does not make this country safer. So so, uh, this is why the Democrats will lose. This is why the Democrats will lose. Uh, Real problems? problems. How dare you? It was was infuriating to me when I saw that. But did you hear what the real problem was? That that people are being separated from their families. Yes. Well, what... being killed yes. and not ever getting to she see that She was again. ripped out of the arms of her families. There is a there is a, a snafu in uh, tracking some of the children, but you'll eventually be reunited with your child if it was your child. She has to wait for her parents to join them with Jesus. There's a huge difference. Also, uh, her parents didn't choose to take her to a place knowing that that, that maybe she was going to get abducted and killed. Right. Like, she was on a jog. These parents who are going to the border are either dropping their kids off or sending them without even being present. Yeah. But and regardless, they know that And that where the hell was possible. she in 2014? That's, where the hell was she in 2014? She was not going down to the border. I know, because we were freaking there. Yeah. And she wasn't there. Yeah. Now it's an issue. Yeah. But it's like, if you're in your camp, you're not allowed to say, you know, Stephen King couldn't just say... This is this is a problem and we need to fix it. You had to say, well, I'm sorry about that, but yeah. Yeah. Well, what about this? But let me play devil's advocate here. Look what we just did. We played her and said, how dare you? How dare you? Where were you? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, we're focusing on a problem and saying, yeah, but that's not as big of a problem. Well, no, they're both problems. They're mm-hmm. both problems. And that's... 
That's the problem with us as a society now. We won't listen to each other and then say, you know what? I agree that's a problem. You agree that this is a problem. Let's prioritize by looking at the facts, which is a bigger problem. Which one could be solved? Which one will solve our solutions? Will solve multiple problems. Mm-hmm. Let's prioritize. Let's look at the facts and use reason. And sort of separately looking at Warren as a presidential candidate, like there is good politicians can figure out how to take a question like that and pivot to a related issue. Great politicians realize sometimes you don't try to make that pivot. And that is a moment where you just express empathy and say we have to do everything we can to stop them and let it go. Because you're trying to, you know, mesh this into your ridiculous platform is not a good idea in that spot. I think she's number three, I believe, on Potential Democratic hopefuls for president. There's, yeah. there's a poll that just came out. I Biden think, one, right? Burn, no, it's Bernie, Bernie one, one, Biden two, Warren three. Bernie, Bernie will one. Bernie one. Yeah, Bernie I mean, will not get it. No. It'll be a massive disaster, and it will tear the it will tear the Democratic Party apart even more. Biden uh, Biden's the could best get it. Group, I think could get it. Yeah, and Elizabeth Warren never. She's terrible. Terrible. Uh, all right. So I know we talked earlier that Michael Jackson's Thriller album is what? no longer the number one best-selling album Isn't? of all time. Uh, the Eagles' greatest hits replaced Silly. Michael Jackson. And so <laughs> today's poll is who deserves the number one spot for the best-selling album. Is this the blue one with the with the cow skull on it? Eagles' greatest hits. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The, yes. the first By four. far, that's the best. What are you really? talking about? It's not an Should album. Should it qualify? It's just a great. It's a compilation. <laughs> it's a, like, hey, it's a compilation. What? It's like if you said it's a compilation. What? It's a compilation. Compilation. Period. What? It's a compilation, <laughs> a compilation <laughs> album. No, you can say that if you want. That's not what I'm saying. It's like saying like, uh, you know, The Office is the greatest show of all time, and then picking the best five episodes and saying that's the whole show. It's not. You're picking from their their best songs. You're picking all the singles. And you're putting them on one CD. That's not fair. You know, Michael Jackson, and I don't even like Michael Jackson, but Michael Jackson, what? this is one CD he put out. What was the CD? Um, uh, Thriller. Thriller. Now, I, I will say this, too. The number three is also the Eagles, I, and it's just one of their albums. Um, it's Hotel California. I, I just got in my ear that five out of the top... Five out of the top ten are all um, best ofs. They're all compilations. It's all that's bullcrap. So, it's bull crap. I, I agree. Take, the take them all out. Take them Burn all the out. the system down. Poison 1996. Uh, well, this is why we're headed towards civil war. Today, today's the blaze. Why uh, question? Actually, we have a comment from Toby. Toby said he didn't have a question, but thank you guys for your honest reporting and your consistent analysis. So you're welcome, Toby. You're talking about me. You're talking to me. All of us. I don't think so, Toby. Saves 84 says, honest question. We were told when Samantha B used the C word that women were reclaiming it. Now we can't even use the word vagina. (laughs) You have to say front hole. As a parent, how do I explain the world we live in today? Which childish set of rules do we follow? I would say stews. Don't explain it with the C word. I can say that. I would say you just say vagina. Vagina, frubies, um, freeness. (laughs) I will and uh, uh, Venus. <laughs> I will tell you. I will tell you. Uh, and, if you're looking for childish do, rules. I don't. I don't. I say this with humility. But the starter kit on how to teach your kids is uh, addicted to outrage. The new book. The new book. <laughs> Seriously, mm-hmm. um, I've spent a year on this. I have really worked hard on it, uh, and it explains why. The normal logic won't work anymore. And until you understand that, you're not, we're not going to make any progress. You have to understand the enemy. It was fighting. It's us fighting liberals. 
you know, Rush Limbaugh and all those liberals. And, and we were saying, no, 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 they're not liberals. They're progressive and it's different and you have to understand why. And people say, no, it doesn't make a difference. We are out of the progressive era now. And there is something that the first thing you need to do is understand that. And I can give you some, give you some, you know, really dense books uh, to read to explain it. And we're going to also be breaking it down. But we, you stick your toe into that water because we're fighting a losing battle because we don't even know what what our enemy is thinking or looking like or doing. We're fighting in old ways. It don't, won't work. That's, that's, that's good advice. Um, I always wonder why I was taught Pig Latin as a kid. So I'm doing that to my kids. Because <laughs> they can't get in trouble for not being politically correct. So I would, I would, that would be my suggestion to so the viewers. So buy pig Addicted Latin. to Outrage and learn Pig Latin. And learn Pig Latin. I, I, I will tell you, my son, we sat down for dinner the other day. And uh, something happened. And I, I, I was taking the garbage out with him uh, like two weeks ago. And he, he wants to be a comedian. And, uh, and uh, so I said, uh, yeah, so he was saying some jokes. I said, son, please, don't, do not say these jokes. Do not say these jokes, please. And he's, he's like, dad, they're jokes. I said, you don't understand the world we are moving into. And I'm having to sit at my table with my family and say, for the first time ever, do not say that. That remains at this table. You do not say that ever. And it's terrifying. I've, ne- I've never had those conversations with my kids, nor have my grandparents or my parents ever had those conversations. This is a first, and it's not good. But if you teach them to tell those jokes in pig, pig Latin... Latin. <laughs> Thank you for ending it on a positive note. We're going to end it there. We'll see you guys tomorrow. I was like, well, there goes the positive note. Pulled it back around, Jason. Someone else is in it, by the way. Fripples. Yes. Like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze Premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today.